Welcome back to the Legend Cast, everybody, the most legendary podcast in the world. I'm Austin Olson alongside Jazz Scott and Andrew Allen, episode numero one nine nineteen. Yo, 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 yo. And we got a few things to cover, all sports. We got basketball, NFL, and baseball on today's podcast topics. Well, I guess, gentlemen, we will start off with how the NBA playoffs are going so far. How's I know Andrew's pretty ecstatic as of right now, but how how's everyone feeling about the the playoffs? Um, Warriors still look fire, scary team. Um, Timberwolves are pathetic with their embarrassing blowout uh, game three. Um, Nets wild story. Um, my Miami Heat, though. This man sent off like three or four tweets in a row of just quote tweets and putting two emojis. I was like, "Tis, I'm about to mute this man." No, 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 no. You know what? I get you. Know what I get messages of Skip Bayless saying Victor Oladipo and Jimmy Butler can't be, can't be, uh, can't be on the court together. Jimmy Butler hates Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo comes out yesterday has a plus twenty eight on the court. Dude was balling. Good for him. Yep. Yeah. No hating. No hating. Skip Bayless. <laughs> no, that that was. I I think it was completely uncalled for. Like, was that? Did he get like some kind of internal source, or did he just right. make that shit up? I bet. Do I bet he's heard from some fake sports app or like on oh, Twitter or he, something? He saying. probably saw like Ballsack tweeted or something. Yeah. <laughs> probably because that's happened to him before. He's got multiple cloudy. times. Stephen A's gotten that too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys that have gotten just like those troll tweets and they've thought it was legit. And the fact That's... that it made it through that many levels of people to make it Research. on the air is right. wild. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, yeah, the Heat. You know, obviously they're clicking. Um, the Nets, man. I I wow. I. I, I, I Kyrie looked like a zombie walking into the lot to the arena today. Does that have any food in his stomach? <laughs> no, or water. Or water. <laughs> I, I I mean, I'm not gonna lie though. I, I'm I'm kinda buying some stock in the Celtics. I just think they're 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 a scrappy team, man. They they could beat you a lot of different ways. Wow. They have a lot of versatility with their team in terms of scoring options obviously they have the big names but then they have like the role players that can be on the court play really solid minutes do things that the team needs them to do and that's just uh, that's that that's playoff basketball right there doesn't matter about the individual stats is it, it matters you know how deep is your team can your bench provide really good minutes and um the Celtics are doing that right now. Yeah. Celtics are legit. Heat are legit. Warriors are still legit. Um, I don't know. I haven't been following the Jazz Mavericks series, but I think, are they tied? Two, two? <laughs> Jazz are frauds. We already knew that. Um, Nets are looking like a bunch of frauds right now. Um, the Nuggets, frauds. And I could say my my sons my sons are turning to be some frauds right now. They low key pissing me off. I know I know the the should have been MVP candidate is out for hamstring, 
But man, you should be you should be beating the Pelicans. I know they have a great squad, but so are the Suns, and the Suns have a better defense. You have point god getting clamped by a goddamn rookie named Alvarado. <laughs> it's it's just embarrassing right now. But we're back in Phoenix. So hopefully we can pull away with a the game five win. What is it? Two two? Yeah, it's two two. And D books yeah. back, right? He missed three and four. Oh, is still he time unknown. Okay. Still time unknown. Okay, they haven't announced it yet. I bet he tries to play, man. They they originally said two games, and he probably wasn't going to miss any more than that. We need him. That's for sure. Need his ass. But yeah, Celtics, Jason Tatum, just getting better every year, and he's only, what, 24? Hey, since, headline, since, headline right now, man, is Philly. Philly's going to advance and uh, KD and the Nets are uh, going to get eliminated potentially. And, uh, you know, how's that look? How, how, how does – I want your guys' opinion on this. How does that look in terms of the whole James Harden, everything related to James Harden, right? What what does that mean in terms of his legacy? What does that mean in terms of Kyrie and KD's legacy? You know, what does that mean in terms of Ben Simmons' legacy because he was supposed to play last game and he didn't, or, or this game, whatever, uh, and he's still not playing. And there was all these rumors that he was good to go and all this stuff, and he was going to be that kind of plug-and-play player which I don't believe. I don't think Ben Simmons could just walk into a playoff atmosphere after not playing basketball for however long it's been. And he would still put up some numbers, but it's not like he's going to just automatically go out there and have like a plus 40 game on the court. You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll get to Ben Simmons in a little bit. Okay. We got some shit to discuss with Ben Simmons. But as far as the Sixers advancing and – Pretty much the Nets not advancing. They're not going to come back 3-0. There's just no shot. It's never been done to f- done before. It's not going to happen today. Um, I mean, I mean the Sixers are already going to be in the playoffs without the James Harden trade. I don't know. I just haven't been following the Sixers that well this playoffs. I just know Joel's got a torn ligament in his hand. Still playing. I don't know how well, I don't know how well Harden's doing because I don't care about that guy at all. Um, but yeah, I mean the Sixers are performing as I thought they would anyway against the Raptors. The Raptors are a developing team right now. As far as the Nets, though, it's can't really blame them. I don't think. I mean, Curry's played well for him. Drummond's played well. I don't know what happened to him. I don't even think he's playing right now. And then obviously Simmons isn't playing. So Blake Griffin, baby. <laughs> Blake Griffin came in. That man came in. He made made like three straight threes the other day, and I was like, "Bro, what is going on?" Right. That dude was gassed. He was huffing and puffing. Drenched in sweat after like five minutes. I think uh, Boston's playing so well right now. I think they beat Milwaukee next series. I changed my mind about taking Milwaukee. I think I think Boston goes to the conference finals. I think Boston's that nice right now. Yeah, I think Boston's that nice. Okay. I, I I'm I'm not a I don't I don't necessarily not believe that. Uh, just you know, I was just saying earlier that I, I think I'm buying stock into the Celtics and their defense and their play style and their coaching and you know that's 
can can the Celtics beat the Bucks in a seven game series? I would say yeah. I would say it would come down to game seven, which would be in Milwaukee. It'd be in Boston. Boston's the two seed, Milwaukee's the three. Yeah. Oh, I thought Milwaukee was the one for some reason. Sorry. Um or I guess I didn't realize that Celtics had the two seed. That's my bad. Uh yeah, if it's in if it's in Boston, man. It's tough to put them out. It's tough to, you know, it's. I don't know. I mean, they got. I, they think, also I have, think they could do it. I think they could do it, but it's just like, are they? They also have the potential defensive player of the year at the point guard in Marcus Smart. And then you got Tatum, who can just. The next Kobe Durant, just the up and coming, just score cool. anywhere and he can possible player. So and you got. Huh? It's like having Gary Payton and Kobe on your team right now, basically. Yeah. Like, you got Jalen Brown. He's like just a scrap. So they gonna they're gonna be a tough team to beat. Robert Williams is nice too. Yeah, I like Robert Williams. I mean, whoever. I don't know, man. It's also too early to call, but if they keep this up, it's. They could be holding that trophy at the end of the day. I don't know. I think he, Heat's playing well, too, right now. That will be a seven-game series if that happens. That's what I'm saying. I, I like that. That will go seven. And whoever wins that series, if the Suns aren't there, then whoever wins that series could probably win the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Anyone who comes out with the East is winning it all this year. You think it's a you think it's an East dub this year? Yeah. Like easy. Off whoever, rip, like with off no, rip. Ma- no I matter bet like, the matchup. Game five or less, to be honest. Yeah. No, not even going. East, whoever comes. Yeah. You don't think the NBA is just going to do what they do and rig those games, make them go one, two more games longer? You already no. Know, bro, you already know nah. they got so much ad money for game six no. and game seven and game five. Nah, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. You don't believe that nah. shit? No. Give me, give me a good, quick, good, quick one. No, bro. No, I don't believe that. Warriors did it to the Cavs. All right. East takes, it, my early, East takes it no matter my, what. In five or less. Mm-hmm. Book it. I think my early re- prediction right now would be Celtics, Warriors in the finals as of right now. I think it'd but be really again, cool anything, to see. Anything can happen. I think it'd be really cool to see Jason Tatum, uh, Brown, Smart, you know, all, all the guys, obviously, I'm missing a bunch of people, but I, I think it would be really cool to see Jason win one, especially at this state of, this stage of his career. I think it'd be, that'd a, be a cool accolade. That'd be really cool. That'd be awesome, but, like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Why is that, Andrew? Because the Miami have Oladipo playing. Now they're going to have Kyle Lowry coming back. Dude, we beat him without Lowry last night. We were just out there scrapping. We've been, do you see the Trey Young stats? What was it, like 24, 24 like made field goals? Not even that, 24 Jason points. Tatum ain't Trey Young, though, bro. Trey Young, beast. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't even we, we need everyone. Imagine if we have everyone, dude. We're just, we're scared defensively. It's going to be a series. I'll say that. It'll be a seven game, but. I like us in seven, especially in Miami. We're scary in Miami. That's the thing. That's what gives us the biggest advantage. Yeah. 
I mean, shit, we're talking about Tatum. Talk about Jimmy Butler. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Dude, he, dude, he's just, he's bullying them. He's straight bullying them. Dude, did you see that pick six thing he had yesterday? Like, out of bounds? Yeah. It was like some 2K stuff, dude. He just jumped up like 12 feet in the air, grabbed it, get an animal one. That's all he does is just get animal one. He's been getting like 35, player, 45. Dude, he's just a beast. Yeah, that series would be Butler guarding Tatum, and then on the other end, it will be Smart guarding Butler. That would be interesting. Interesting matchups there. Dude, that's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. That's a series That might right be there. watch parties, bro. Dude, that's what I was saying. That's a, that's we, might a, have, we might have to link up and watch some Dude, games. remember, the, if, remember if, this if Eastern I, Conference? If, if the Eastern Conference Finals is Boston and Miami, we, we might have to link Absolutely. up. Dude, that's going to be a series. Yeah. Just got to get the Suns together, man. Let's get this Phoenix Suns team rolling here. Come on. I think Pelicans move on there, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sweating balls over here. Dude, they got that. They got the momentum, dude. They have, like, that Suns momentum from, like, a couple years ago. They got, like, they just played really well late. And Brandon Ingram's, like, coming down, like, his full little, potential. A little sun from yesterday. A little burn. Hey, how'd you shoot in that uh, back oh. 18? Oh, the last 18 was terrible. We, you, we, you we, we didn't even keep score. Oh. But uh, no, our, got, our arms who, were just noodles, wait, man. Wait, just noodles. Who, 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 who came in second? Who, getting second? who got in second today? Um, or yesterday? We tied. Did we tie? Our team's really? tied. I don't, I don't yeah. even know what you guys shot. Oh. We both shot eight over. Okay. Hey. Me, um, dude, if we could putt, it would have been back. like we would have finished plus four. If we could, Jack, putt. I ain't gonna lie, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson hit like two big 10 footers. Damn, yeah, Noah hit a Noah hit a really nice par putt, too. And then he hit like a couple drives, dude. It was low key, they came in clutch. Yeah, with neither, the neither of us, all, all three of us couldn't, me, Spencer, and Isaiah, we couldn't putt besides our one birdie. But yeah, the back nine was just terrible. And then, I mean, I still had fun playing the 18, and we had no one in front of us the entire time, so it was really dope. That's why, right. that's why I was down to go again, because uh, I checked Fox, and their tee times were wide open, so I was like, dude, I might as well just go out there and keep playing. And Scott won. That's the thing about that course. There's, there's, I don't feel like no one plays out there. And then Isaiah and Jackson came with us, and but they only played nine. Jackson technically, he, I don't even think... He played nine. I think he only played a few, but they left after at the turn. They left at the turn when uh, Scott and I went out. Isaiah, oh, Isaiah yeah. and Jackson only played nine. Okay, so speaking of playoffs and the Phoenix Suns, moving on to um, referee Scott Foster. Ah, um, I think his career total against CP3 is zero and seventeen. CP3's record against him is 0 17. Scott Foster you know 17 I mean. 0. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Foster undefeated. <laughs> Dude, do they like do this shit on purpose? Like, yes. what is this? He yes. the whole fucking yes. final. He, yes. This dude ref games like three through six in the whole fucking finals last year. Game, not the first two games, but the last four. Scott Foster. Dude, he's he's got to have someone as a like a side person every he's time. Got to be in, bro. Dude, there's got to be something going on there. Dude, that makes no sense. Yeah, bro. His bookie probably makes so much money. 
Oh yeah. Who's that one that was betting on games a few years ago? Um, there's like a documentary. I feel like that's what's happening there's right a, now. There's a documentary on him, isn't there? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like they would collectively, as a referee group, it was against AI. It was against AI. The ref, yeah, the ref in the AI era. They would literally go out and be like, okay, AI is not getting more than... Like, they would have all these things that they would not let AI do. And the fact that this guy still is... Well, I think he was in jail for a little while. Um, but the fact that he's yeah. not in prison still is... <laughs> what? Like, imagine how much money he probably benefited from that. And probably didn't get any of it seized or any of it collected, like... That's just his money. Tim Do- Dogany. Tim Dogany. Tim, Tim Dogany. It's probably a bunch pronunciation, but. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll do the same. Tim. <laughs> just call it today. Timmy Dog. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Dirty Games. Yeah. Dirty Games is what it's called. I, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I just remember seeing on Twitter. Uh, the clip of him him getting together with the referee group one specific game and they just listed all the things that they were going to do against AI. I was like, dude, how are you not in a prison cell? During his final two games, he would make calls that would affect the point spread. Bro, that's... What? (laughs) Prison cell. But yeah, I I feel bad. I feel bad for Chris Paul back to Scott Foster. I I feel bad for him, man. Obviously, it's not like... You can't just be like, oh yeah, Scott Foster's just like tarnished CP3's playoff career, basically. But like, CP3 hasn't gone out there and won those games and all that stuff. But man, that is a tough stat to see. Uh, In the game... Oh no, they won that game. Never mind. Never mind, I'm tripping. I was like, in the game he did ref, he had 30 and 17... Yeah. But that was the game they won. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> big topic here. Yeah. Big, big topic here. Ben Simmons mm-hmm. said he was going, well, I don't know if he said it, but there's around the Brooklyn area that he would play in game four. And, dude, I fucking knew it. If they lost that game, he was not going to play in it. Game three. He was not going to do it. And I was right. He said he ain't going to do it. And I I saw a Stephen A. video about him today. I'm like, bruh, everything he's saying is just straight facts. This dude has racked up $20 million this season. Or maybe just on playing for Brooklyn. Like being with Brooklyn, he's racked up $20 million. I don't know. But this dude has made so much money for not attending games when he was in Philly. And then just sitting on the bench. First of all, when he joined the team, he wasn't even sitting on the bench with them. And then he gets to the bench, and then I'll like, bro, I don't think dressed like a goofball. Did you see yeah. what he was wearing? Not it might have been game three. Did yeah, see? I see the photo. Yeah. Oh my god, that was disgusting. First of all, but hey, that that style is probably just above my pay grade. Um, I don't. 
I don't know if it's still mental health, but I can damn well tell you that it ain't fucking physical health. Ain't no way. That dude is healthy. He can play basketball. See, but that's the thing, though. I Everything that I've seen and heard and read and all this stuff, I thought it was physical. I thought he was wanting to come back, and he's literally just not in game form at all. Like, so it almost makes it sound like his time in Philly, uh, when it was coming to an end, like he w- wasn't working out at all. He wasn't doing anything basketball related. But w- with that being said, you could easily still go out there, be on a minute restriction, and help your team out potentially. Would I? Would I? As a coach, want him to do that? Probably not, because what good is it going to do? I, I, for one, like I was kind of saying earlier, it's just what good is he actually going to do for the team? I don't think that he's that kind of player that could step in after missing however many games, however many months of basketball, and being a valuable part of the team without getting the reps in. So, I don't know. Like He's skilled. But like he quits on every team he's ever been on, like, he, like I'm pretty sure he quit on his AAU team. I'm pretty sure he quit on he quit on LSU. LSU. Mm-hmm. He quit on, like he saw it on ESPN the day. He quit on 76ers. Like he's already quitting on the Nets, dude. Like this dude's a quitter. This this dude like he just quits. Um, I think yeah. I just like you're not even gonna give an ounce to your team. Go out there. Dude, I don't, I'm on contract getting paid. Like this man's getting paid. Oh, let's see this clip. Hope you guys can hear it. Notice I say Kyrie Irving um, is one of the most selfish superstars we've ever seen, and obviously one of the most selfish athletes we've ever seen. I didn't say the word the the, the as in number one, because obviously he ain't got nothing on Ben Simmons. Nobody is worse than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons might also be the weakest, most pathetic excuse for a professional athlete we have ever seen. Damn! There it is. There there wow. it is. What, what happened? It was just a... Oh, could he not hear it, Andrew? No, I didn't watch it. What happened? The Stephen, I didn't a, anything. Stephen, a, Stephen a clip of him, of Kyrie. He, he said, Kyrie is... One of the most selfish ba- basketball players ever, and and notice how I didn't say the because the most selfish basketball player is Ben Simmons, and he's the most he's pathetic and all that. That's crazy. And it's so sad for me because I actually really liked Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Like I loved his game. I don't know why I just did. Because uh, I don't know, I, I like those those passers, those point forward passers and such. But I liked right. them, and then you know this these last couple of years, I mean Philly, I mean Philly fans kind of ran them out, ran them out of uh, the 76ers affiliation. But yes, at the end of the day, like it, I I don't know. I don't ben know. Simmons and Joel Embiid should have gone on to do amazing things together. And I couldn't Dude, tell they, you I couldn't oh. tell you their accolades together. I, I couldn't tell you anything about their numbers together, whatever. On paper, the type of player that Joel Embiid is, the type of player that Ben Simmons is, 
they should have been two peas in a pod when it came to team. Obviously, the Philadelphia 76ers, probably the one of the worst organizations to be a part of in terms of the association and just sports in general because Philly's terrible, even though New York Yankees fans just recently passed. So, like, what was the issue on the court? I don't think there was one because if you remember, Philadelphia would have won the finals if Kawhi didn't make that shot in game seven because Katie got hurt, Clay got hurt. I mean, it was a game six win for against Steph Curry and the Raptors. And they had Sixers had Jimmy Butler. They had Ben Simmons. They had Joel Embiid. They had all these role pieces as well. 76ers, bro. I totally forgot that shit. LeBron wasn't there. Was that? Oh, dude, that was when Jimmy was playing the starters with the bench players and he was smacking. That was in Minnesota. That was in Minnesota. Oh. And then he got traded to Philly. Dude, that was so funny. Dude, that clip was so funny. Calling all the starters bums and shit. Like, bro, speaking of the Timberwolves, did you see that video with Cat? What? Yeah, dude. Get the. Dude, his post game interview. He was like, what? He's, he like, he's reaching. He's he was reaching. Dude, dude, he was like, he was like making his voice sound real deep. He was trying to like, like yeah, you know, you know, I was gonna get it out tonight for the fans. You know, you know, we're just out here. You know, we can't enjoy these moments, though. Was, you know, it's job ain't finished. Job. It was like he was trying to sound like Kobe. Uh, he was just, like, every, like, he, like he was just job like quoting him. Yeah, he was just making his voice sound deep. Like you know, he's got that soft. I I, yeah. I remember seeing the like the tweet, but I didn't watch it. Dude's goofy as hell. Yeah, it was he was reaching heavy. He was reaching on that one. Yikes! He thought he hit with that thing. He probably was like the thing going viral, hey, mama mentality Man. type shit. Just getting clowned. He probably talked Just about it before. Just getting He probably talked about it to himself before the game. He was like, "Oh man, yeah, post game like, interview. I'm a, I'm gonna drop my shit." But he did ball though. He was balling yesterday. But he ain't Kobe. Nobody will ever be another Kobe. Andrew, Andrew, what what uh, I'm curious. What is your overall opinion, status, stance on um, Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons drama. Ben Simmons as a player. Ben Simmons future. What what you think? I mean, he's a baller. I mean, that position. I mean, he would have been like, he has potential to be like one of the best like players, like low key. Yeah. Like ever. Like if he went like full Ben Simmons, like and had a jump shot, like. He can have great freak ability of jumping from wherever, and he can do a pull up. He could just do so many stupid things with a jump shot. No one would ever regard him. Like he'd be able to put up like forty points a game. I I could see it. Like he could do like forty, like ten, ten type shit. He'd just be that dangerous offensively. But like, dude, he's a like I just don't. He doesn't care. Like he doesn't care. He cares. He hold on. Sorry, how do you how do you how do you not he no. he cares but he's so scared to shoot because of the media the media has bashed this man for years about shooting and all his jump shot practices in the summer and all that it's just it's all in his head that's why he just i feel like he can shoot it's just he doesn't want to because of how people will think of him if he Bricks two shots or air balls a shot Who cares? or so that's just gonna happen. So You're gonna get mentally weak. He's mentally weak when it comes to you know like the social media fans and all that stuff. 
Fuck him out. It's all in his head. It's you, you can tell it's in and his head because you see all the summer, you see all the summer hype videos of him in like in L.A. just pulling up jump shots and shooting threes all day with no with no one surrounding him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just all in his head. So that's probably where like all the mental uh, the mental black right. You know, that's probably where all the issues stemmed from was was you know just him being not as mentally. I don't want to say tough because just, you know, not, um, you know, having mental, mental health issues isn't about being tough and, you know, being, or being weak. It's, you know, everyone goes through it, but I wonder if that, I wonder if that's like kind of where it came from, where, how it got started was he started beating himself up more and more and more. And then Philly turned on him. And then, yes, exactly. So and that, that kind of like, started in his head. Everything started going. Everyone started catching on to it, and then Philly turned into Philly, and they ran him out of town. Well, he he was just talking the other day though. He's like, "We're gonna be so nice out there, me and me and Kyrie. I know how Kyrie wants to play. I know how Kevin Durant wants to play. I know." I think they will be nice. I think they'll be go, really good. Go play your teams in the playoffs. They need you. I would. I would be. Strapping up the boots every time. Ten times you're playing. Ten. You're playing in summer leagues. Go, you what, play. You said Joel Embiid's playing with like a torn ligament in his hand right now. I know that's yeah. a physical. I know that's a physical injury compared to the mental injury. Like, I'm not trying to compare the two because they're totally different, but they should be treated right. the same. Um, but yeah, but I, you're I, talk, I would. I you're would, talking that much. You can't be talking. I feel like that's a talking yes. talk. Yes, you can't. Be, talk you can't media. be saying those things. And all these reports right. start coming out. He's gonna play game four. He's gonna play. He's gonna play. Blah blah blah. And then he doesn't play. And then they lose. And I knew it right when they lost. He was gonna. He wasn't gonna play. I knew it. Yeah, they're down five with five minutes left. Oh yeah, their, their game's going on yep. right now. So it was game three that they lost. Yeah, yeah, because it's game four. This is game four right now. They're Boston's going for the sweep right now. Yeah. So it could be it could be done by the time this podcast releases. Disclaimer. Oh, it'll be it'll be done. <laughs> Will the Raptors come back this... on the 76ers? The Raptors come back? Yeah. I don't see, that. Are, I don't see that happening. They are up They're winning right now. Right now. Yeah. They Is win this one. Lead? Yeah, they win this yeah. one and 76ers they go back to Toronto. Uh, Philly, they could force a game Philly, 7 in Philly. <laughs> God, imagine winning three straight. Going to seven, go seven against Philly in oh, Philly. That'd be awesome. What a city! <laughs> God, if they if if they somehow get to Game Seven and lose, I don't. Philly is gonna burn. Leave <laughs> Philly right away. If you're at home watching the game, Philadelphia fans, and you ain't lock like those door. other people on the street, lock your door or just bolt. Shadow, don't Shadow, you gotta escape. bolt your doors, bro. Yeah, Shadow, you gotta leave, bro. <laughs> you gotta Get barricade out. your doors, blockade all your windows, like don't leave your home. <laughs> Pennsylvania ain't safe right now. <laughs> Go to Jersey, I know it ain't far. Dude, like James Harden, dude, two for seven, over three. Mm. I mean, I could tell you that a lot of ball I left, a lot of it. ball left in a playoff game. A lot of ball left, but he's he's shooting like. Jazz Mavs play tonight at the late game. They tee off in 15. Oh, yeah. 
Eat, finish the Hawks off tomorrow in Miami. Book it. Book it. Suns win tomorrow in Phoenix or whenever they play again. They better win. They better, they better win. win. <laughs> hey, right now, if D-Book comes back from a hamstring injury before Ben Simmons plays, if the Nets win this game, I don't know. That means, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The man does not know. Y'all want to Gotta... switch the sport up a little bit? Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this one. Mm. So, um, what's today? Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. Monday. Who? Monday. Oh, my God. It is Monday. Fuck. This Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast will be out either Tuesday or Wednesday. So... This week is the NFL draft, the anticipated NFL draft. Yeah. Um, it's not a heavy, it's not a very heavy, loaded, talented class, but I will say the wide receivers in this class are very talented. I'd put O linemen and wide receivers as like the top two position wise players in this draft that could, you know, be be some really well. In the future, quarterback quarterback class this year is kind of average. Uh, running back class kind of average, but you know. So yeah, what, what what you guys think of this NFL draft? You know, you know we do dynasty dynasty league together, so we do a lot of, I would say, research in the draft of what of what we think. Um, so you know, I've kind of found upon that this draft's not my favorite class ever. I don't, I don't, I don't see a lot of hype with it. I see a lot of hype with the receivers in depth, but I don't see like a lot of superstars, like a lot of like Justin Jefferson, or Jamar Chase right off the bats. You see like good in a couple years. Um, running backs are like there's a like Paul's like the only like running back I guess be good like right away. Um, maybe Walker too. Um, quarterbacks, I'm not like oh my gosh, quarterbacks. This is quarterbacks got to go. I mean, I don't know. I Pretty don't weak know. quarterback class. Wait till next year. If you need a quarterback, wait till next year. Get another piece this year. Go till next year. I feel like um, no reason to get a quarterback. Suffer another year. Get one. Get a just tank another year. Get a good quarterback. Um, Detroit Lions were talking to you. Yeah, I mean, like just get another piece. Just wait. Um, like use Jared Golf for another year. Wait, wait till his contracts out. And get another pick. Um, there's good receivers in here. That's, I'll say that, but no tight ends. Like I don't know. Like if you're doing a dynasty football league, you got good picks early on. But other than that, I'm, it's there's depth, but there's nothing heavy star potential. So, a lot of nice, a lot of nice offensive linemen, though. I will say in, in this draft. In terms of and this might be too broad of a question, but I'm saying like maybe through the lottery, right? Kind of like halfway through the 15-ish range. Do you guys see even one person, whether it's on defense or offense, that is, you know, like this kind of our next topic is like, do you guys see like a potential superstar either on defense or offense? And if so, who is that? And what pick do you think they're going to go? So top fifteen, I would. I'll take my safe, the safest one. He's projected to go twelve. 
I think Derek Stingley, the cornerback from LSU, will be phenomenal player. Good height, good size to him. Being compared to Patrick Peterson, Darrell Revis, um, mm. went up against Jamar Chase and all those receivers at LSU when he was only a freshman or mm. sophomore. So he knows he knows what it takes to be in the NFL and you know how to guard all those very talented receivers. So then a follow-up that I have for that is why 12? And I'm pretty sure there are cornerbacks that are projected to go before him. Why do you think he that would is? be the first? He would be the first on He'd the mock the, draft that you're looking uh, at. The first corner the first corner will be Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati, which I don't could be proven completely wrong, but I don't. I don't like the lower league, you know. Yeah, who Ameri- is this guy? I don't know. Who, who, who is this? He puts uh, Cincinnati. Ahmed, Ahmed Gardner. Sauce Gardner, or it could be Ahmed Gardner. Ahmed. But I don't. I don't trust the guys that play. You know, in those. Obviously, he's Division One. Went to the college football playoff. Yada yada yada. But when you play in kind of a weak conference like that, kind of scares me a little bit because this. The level of competition is going to be right. triple of what he was guarding in college. I mean, look at um, Darius Leonard, though. Mm-hmm. Darius Leonard's a linebacker, though. The, hey, I, so, oh, the uh, mock draft that I just happened to pull up on my phone, it has Derek going seven. Derek Stingley to the yeah, Giants? To the Giants. This one is uh, NBC. He's going 12 to Minnesota. Gotcha. Very interesting. No, I... I I like hearing you guys talk about all this stuff. So Andrew, I kind of want to hear you. I kind of want to hear you talk about it too, because I don't follow the stuff nearly as much as you guys do. Like that's why I was telling Connor, like if he wanted to trade up for my pick, like just give me something fair for it. It's not. I haven't been doing this insane amount of research on who I'm going to draft and who all these names are, because there's just too many damn names, man. Every year, I can't do that. Oh wait, my brain. Don't I will work. say my brain don't work like that. One more thing about Sauce Garner before Andrew goes. He still he also scares me because you've I've seen his numbers, I've seen his highlights and his tape. He reminds me a lot about uh, Jeff Akuda, Ohio State's former corner, who now plays for Detroit, and he just hasn't panned out worth a damn right now. Okay. And he has he kind of has the same athleticism and same um As physical you know demeanor. I feel like Gar. I think uh, Kuda's a bit taller than Gardner, but I feel like they play the same, okay. same way, and they had the same statistics in college. Like Kuda was a lockdown, you know, no f- no f- flags thrown at him, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I don't know him and Sauce Gardner are kind of like the same player in my opinion, but I don't know. Moving on. All right, Andrew. Uh, first fifteen ish picks. Do you do you have someone that's just like a You've kind of been watching. You like them. A lock for like a superstar. Defense, I like offense. Offensive lineman Evan Neal from Alabama. Mm. That's 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 a superstar of the pick. I think right there. That's what I feel like the off the defensive line, offensive line, the best out of the thing out of this league. I feel like in the corners, <laughs> cornerbacks were really happy this class. Um, but Evan Neal, I think he's going to be a superstar. On mine, he's projected fifth to the Giants as well. He so is right now, both of y'all, both of y'all on my mock draft, <laughs> both going to the Giants. That's crazy. They're both hey, crazy. <laughs> he's 6'7", 337 pounds. Jesus. He's a big dude. Jesus, man. That yeah. is 
360. He's 360 on yours? On It says Evan Neal is a 360-pound oh. lineman who can move very well, which almost seems impossible. Eddie, you can <laughs> see a picture of him, bro. Let me see. Let me pull up the shit. Yeah. There's a offensive lineman, offensive tackle going projected third to Houston, Akeem Ekwanu from NC State. Um you said I mean I agree with Andrew. I like I like I think Evan O'Neill's the best lineman and offensive lineman in this class, but he has Charlie Cross in this mock draft, Charlie Cross above him by a pick from Mississippi State and then Aguonu from NC State. Okay. Interesting. Big, big, I don't follow alignment at the, all. These big dudes are moving like they've like never seen before. It, it, I feel like they just get faster and faster in every combine. <laughs> Shit's wild. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I, I before we move on to our next the next topic regarding the draft, the mock draft that I have pulled up here, the first three picks are defensive ends. Is, are, are we seeing that kind of be the new wave? Is that the new strategy of, of, of teams is, hey, let's go get the, the elite edge rushers and then let's build a, our defense around them? Or is that just simply just luck that, I'm, that we're just seeing them? As top three, I mean, everyone the most value picks right now, always when you're drafting is always edge rushers and quarterbacks and like offensive linemen. Okay. Um, I feel like linebackers get pushed back a lot, like safeties get pushed back a lot, um, running backs usually get pushed back a lot. Is it because uh, the pool of players is a lot larger? You know, yeah. a, lot, a lot more people play running back, I feel like, than play defensive end. Right. And, like, you just – edge rushers are so important in the NFL. Like, getting to the quarterback, it's just so damn important. Um, you know, it it makes your defenses so much better. Um, you know, quarterbacks are so important, too, because you got the best quarterback, you have a high chance of winning the, winning the Super Bowl. Um, that's how it is. Uh, yeah. So, so I feel like Wilson, do you, you you think yeah, like you think like your got your boy? You you think he's number one lock? You, you know, is mm-hmm. is he is he gonna be the next Bosa type of thing? Like, how how do you see his career well, going? Right now, before we get to Aiden, Trayvon Walker is supposed to go number one now. Interesting. Apparently, the odds jumped this morning. Which is telling, you know, the people like us that, well, there's insiders for the Jags saying that they're going to probably take Trayvon Walker number one, yada, yada, yada. So Interesting. Um, I'm kind of just reading that, too. I mean, on mine, it's he's projected second, but I'm it's saying that he's could easily be number one. I would I would love Aiden in Detroit. My dad would obviously love Aiden in Detroit. Um, Stays home. I mean, Detroit is so weird, though. I mean, Detroit at two, you just take the best player available. I mean, they everything they they just suck at everything. Besides, <laughs> they have they have Swift. one good wide receiver. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a. They have DeAndre Swift, so they have a receiver and a running back on the yeah, opposite side. Well, and that's dude. fucking it. Well, well, yeah, the left uh, left tackle. Oh yeah, Sewell and then um, Glasgow. Yeah, 
The defense, Jesus Christ. The offensive line ain't bad. I couldn't tell you one dude on the Lions defense besides Okuda, who sucks. So I think they'll get, I think they'll get better. I think the Lions are going to build and they're going to be good in later years, though. Like they're, for, they're, you think they one, they're they're two years away from being good. They're going to get a quarterback next year and they're going to be pretty competitive with their rookie quarterback after next year. Interesting. So I think defense is the smart option for Detroit. Um, build that defense. So it's going to be Hutchinson or Walker, whoever's available there. But in this one, it has Aiden. I mean, I. I watched him play, and Andrew says he's undersized, but I've seen that dude get bullied, but I've seen him be the bully. Super quick. Um, he reminds me of a lot of um, Dwight Freeney. Not obviously his spin move, but, you know, quick off the quick off the line type shit. Um, I think Sky's the roof for him. I think he has the most potential out of Trayvon Walker to be someone, you know, to be that NFL superstar um, but I could also be biased because, because I mean, Michigan hasn't had a top two pick in, you know, 30 years probably. Or we had Jake Long in 08, sorry. So, yeah, I like, I like Aiden a lot. Played every, every game, every 43 games. Um, he did break his ankle against IU during the COVID season. But obviously he bounced back and you know, Heisman finalist, blah blah blah. You can every accolade he got, so yeah, who won that game won again? I think he should have won it. And he should have won. He got he got runner up. I think he should have won. Got second. Hey, it's a I can't I think, hate it. It's a it's a quarterback award. I was gonna say, man, I think they just give to the quarterback every fucking year just because they, it, they it's a quarterback award. It's a quarterback award, but goddamn, let's make it not a quarterback award. Go against the fucking grain. Vote for someone else. I mean, don't get me wrong, Bryce Young, hell yes, of a season. Yes. It, it's it's obviously one of the most important, if not the important most important position in football. But like, what about? But I think Aiden what, was the about, best player in college football. What about the elite, the elite, elite, elite players just in college ball itself, position regardless? Uh, I just wish it wasn't so quarterback heavy. It kind of tra- it triggers me a lot. It, again, again, I could be biased here, but I do think Aiden was the best player in the nation last year behind. Um, he's not in this draft class, but Alabama linebacker who also had a very good year, but he wasn't in the Heisman finalists. You know, I forget his name, but I don't think he's talked about a lot. Same shit with the NFL and the MVP awards. I feel like just... it's all quarterback awards. You should just call it the QB award for now. <laughs> right? Like, what do you think, Andrew? You disagree with that? No. Um, like. Marcus Barnes, the first guard to win the defense player of the year since Gary Payton. Oh, did he win? Yeah. So that's like, what, 20, 25 years ago? Yeah. Dude, it's just like, there's so many awards that's like impossible to get for like certain people, like mm-hmm. positions wise. It's just like, why, why keep doing these awards where it's just like single focused? Like, MVP in NFL shouldn't be quarterback. It just be quarterback. Like, there shouldn't be an MVP award. Like, there should be like a best quarterback award. It's the best quarterback, <laughs> best offensive player, best defensive player. Right. That's it. Right. And best rookie, but like, don't even have MVP. Like, right. who's really the most valuable player? It's a dumb, it's a dumb award. 
Is it really a quarter? Obviously, you know, Aaron Rodgers throwing 44 with three picks or whatever. Like, right. yeah, that, that, he right. probably should have won MVP. I mean, a quarterback probably Aaron Rodgers should have won the MVP last year. But at the end of the day, he's like, actually the most valuable player on the team. It shouldn't be just about points, though. Like, right. You know, like, it should be about the stats. Like, yo, you got 38, 10, should, 15, they, but your team's like seventh in the league. Like, that makes no sense. You know what the league needs to do, bro? They need to get a huge conference room of like 50 economists, put them all in a room together, lock the door, throw the key away, and have them just create this huge conglomerate like formula that you could just plug someone in no matter what the position and it adjusts to their position and all this stuff, bang, bang, bang. And it gives them, it gives you like a number. I don't know what that number is. I don't know what that formula looks like, but. NFL. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I kind of dig it. But, like, I feel like what they do is they just look for a story. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just looking, they just reach for a story. Like, there's no goal. Like, it's it's so, like, it's, like, like today, like, most improved, it should be Jordan Poole. Yes. We're talking to John Morant. Like, what? Like, Wait, how does that, that was stupid. Jaw. Jaw yeah. won it. Right. After already having a great season last year, like, how is that most improved? Yeah, his numbers went up, but, like, he didn't improve so much greater than Jordan Poole and the rest of these guys that should have been on the list. One of the craziest things I've seen in a minute. I think, again, probably being biased because Michigan, you know, whatever, but I think Jordan Poole should have had that award. Dude's been doing... Dude's been going crazy this whole year. It hasn't just been the playoffs. It hasn't been just the second half of the season. It's been the yeah. whole entire year. It's been cold. He's been hitting a lot of clutch shots too. I think I think it's just a story, dude. They just like That's facts. Jaws. They just I don't know. I agree. It doesn't make sense. I don't know his other who were the other two people that were finalists? I know Jordan Poole wasn't on there. He got snubbed. Uh, I forget who it was. I, I didn't even know John. Okay, so. yeah. I can't even tell you the other people were. We'll leave it up to the boy to find it. It was Darius Garland, John Morant, and DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray should have won. Out of those three, yes, Murray should have absolutely won. But. Should have been in last. Should have been yeah. Murray, Garland, Jaw. Why? Oh my God, man. Should have been Jordan the, 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 the point isn't. I my understanding of that award has always been it's not going from good to great. It's going from like injury, terrible season to really good kind of award. You know what I mean? Like it's it might not it might not be a starter. It might be the guy that came off some crazy injury and had had a really good season you know what i mean i've never seen it as an award that they're going to give it to someone like Ja. that last year he didn't play he didn't have a bad season by any means and then obviously he pops off this year so the the improvement is there but i i've never seen i i've just never seen that award as an award like that if if you guys NBA. if you guys understand what I'm trying to say, I'm gonna make myself clear here. NBA, wake the fuck up! Do you know who you just gave your award to? Guess what he fucking did with it? 
He gave it to his fucking teammate. Idiots. Wake up. Yeah. He gave it to Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. He does. He knows he doesn't even de- de- deserve the damn thing. Desmond Bain didn't fucking hoop him. Indie boy. Gee. Indie boy. Hey, respect Desmond hey. Bain. We respect all indie hoopers out here, besides Victor Oladipo. <laughs> A plus twenty. Even, even though he's from Florida, ain't he from Florida? No. Uh, he's from. Um... No. Like West Virginia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, Philly, Pennsylvania, something. Um, no, no wonder he's the way he is. He's from fucking Philadelphia. That's like the, the math. Though. God damn it! You know, it's it's just a circle. It's just coming around now. It's coming wow. around. Wow. Sorry, Pacer right, fan. That's well, a whiny Pacer fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, mo- moving on. You. Okay, real quick, real quick, real quick. We we have some bigger topics to talk about before we wrap it up, but we were on the biggest butt or, or the biggest like kind of stars of the draft. Do you guys have anybody you might not? Uh, do you guys see the automatic bust? Any quarterback oh, in the first round? So Willis, the the mock draft that I just had. I, I want to read this to you guys. I'm glad you said that, Andrew. All right. <laughs> He just so, goes Willis. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, and I 100% agree. I think if if there is one person, I don't want anybody to bust in this draft. But it's not a bust; it's just a bad pick. Just a bad pick. Opinion. Just a bad pick. It's a bad draft for a quarterback. That's right. ma- matter of fact of it. All right. So th- this mock draft says, <clears throat> I'll, I'll I'll pull this up too because I took a screenshot and I was thinking it'd be a cool clip. Matt Rule believes he's the Jay-Z of the NFL head coaches, but he's more like Slick the Shocker than Jay-Z at the moment. For Rule to truly be Jay-Z, he needs his Beyonce, but he doesn't have a better quarterback option than Sam Darnold, who is basically Rebecca Black. The Panthers whiffed on all the quarterbacks they could have obtained via trade, so they almost have to use this selection on a signal caller given that this is the only pick the team has in the top 100. Where is he going to? Panthers. I, I, this, this has him going six. Oh God. Yeah. I don't even see him on my mock draft. The only QB I see on mine is Kenny Pickett at 20 Mm. and Matt Curl at 32. This this isn't like a, um, this isn't like a big name. Um, you know, CBS or something. This is like a person, like a user. <laughs> this is like a person with a website kind of thing. The, the Panthers want Cam Newton Jr. You might get Baker, though. That's true. Willis has a huge arm and great mobility, but struggles to process information and see the, see the field very well. Still, he has the upside to be chosen as high as six overall. And then he puts other other possibilities, but uh, but yeah, man, I've seen as high as six now for Malik, and God, I would not do that. I just no shot. I'm picking Malik Willis. Just use Darn. Just use just use Darnold again and win five games, and then pick right. a QB next year. Are you really gonna win that many more games if you draft draft Malik? Or, or just watch Darnold like go off? I don't know. <laughs> He's only twenty three, ain't he? Yeah. Or 24. Yeah. He's young. No. He's young. No. 
Sam Darnold's young. No. Sam Darnold's really young. He was the youngest QB ever to start. I'm talking about about skill. Oh, yeah, no, skill Uh, ain't there. Yeah, that's why they're going to win five games. Um, Well, speaking of a Jets bust, my biggest bust, I think, will be Sauce Gardner. Projected to go forward to the Jets. I just don't see it happening. Wait, isn't that who you said your your boom was? No, it's Derek Stingley. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I, I got him confused. He struggles and has, he has had what? Yeah, Gardner has struggled and has a major question mark over his head entering this season. So yeah, Gardner is projected to go fourth. You're talking the Cincinnati cor- corner. Yeah, yeah, he's projected to go fourth to the Jets. I mean, the Jets hit on Re- on Revis, but bro, have you? These guys just bust on every corner. They they drafted Bryce Hall last year. Average. I mean, he's still a young player, but average. D. Milliner from years ago. Complete fucking waste. Drafted him in nine. Like, these guys miss on corners all day, every day. Mm. So, if the Jets take Sauce, I'm sorry for Sauce Gardner. I'm scared if I'm him. Damn. They they miss they miss every time every time they take a corner in the first round or top ten even they just miss it's not even close that's true that's true yeah you, yeah you got Revis but that was also fourteen years ago mm. it's hard corners bro oh, so I know many. so many but it's good. it's hard to like it's hard to be and, good in the NFL and if the Jets take him he has to. Guard Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. He's got he has to guard all those guys. God. Nah, bro. That's just a bad spot for him. Imagine Patriots. I would Patriots, not want to go there. Patriots have been trying to get a receiver. Imagine if they get like Debo. Yeah, and it's a <laughs> Yeah. If I'm the if I'm Sauce Guard, I'm like, no, trade me. Pull an Eli Manning. Oh. Austin, bro, I'm just now seeing the video of John Moran giving his award to Desmond. Did that just happen like an hour ago? Yeah. I was going to say. I hadn't seen the video, and then it just popped up on my feed. All right, so uh, is your bust uh, Malik Willis as well, Jack? Yeah, I, I would say that that, just everything that I've been reading, and I've really only been going off this one site, so that's probably not a not a good reporter thing to do, but yeah, I'm a... I'm go All right. This. Final two topics. We're switching sports to uh, what you call it. I don't remember the name. Um, but we're going to the MLB, Major League Baseball. Man, some news. Two two things in two days. Um, I guess we'll start off with the. Actually, we'll save that for last. Kyle Schwarber last night. Someone someone finally snapped at Angel Hernandez and former former IU boy did it. Yeah, and buddy. people are and people are praising Kyle Schorber right now because it's about damn time. I saw Everybody. a tweet today. I saw a tweet today that Angel Hernandez has missed twenty six hundred pitches over his career. Twenty six hundred. What's that look like compared to other umps? No, oh, I don't I don't know. I think the question. I would love to, I would uh, love to um, know the comparison. 
Here, I'll look that up. I guess. That, look, that sounds like a big number, but is that like a normal number? It might be a normal. It could number. be. I don't know how long he's been doing this, but he, I think, is. I think he is the worst umpire of all time, without a doubt. You have him, and then um, what was the dude's name? Joe West. Joe mm -hmm. West was terrible. Which um, which which uh which umpire was it that cost uh Verlander? Oh, we're not. It was it was Armando Galarraga. Oh, Galarraga. Sorry. Who's that? Was that was that Fernandez or Hernandez? What was his name? I try to forget that dude. I thought it was the same person. No, it wasn't either of them. Okay. I'll, I'll know his name the second it pops up. He's made some terrible ass calls too. What's his <laughs> name? Jim Joyce. Yep. <coughs> Joyce, because he just recently retired. Yeah. So that clip was Thank resurfacing God. a bunch. Angel Hernandez is always just misses calls that aren't even close. Um, people were trying to explain it today that which I kind of understand because I used to have umpires like this when playing. It's not where the ball is caught; it's where the ball crosses the plate. Right. But that ball crossed the plate inside anyway. Like I don't know why people are trying to justify that. And obviously, catcher. And it was a change up. It wasn't. Catchers. It was a change up or slider. Catchers. And I'm not even talking about the shorter. Yeah, and then they frame it. Yeah. They, they probably caught that. It wasn't even on. Real quick. Didn't know what to make the call. Looked down, saw the glove, called the strike. And it wasn't even on Schwarber's. Uh, blowing away fastball that got him. It was some batter in the fifth inning that got called on an inside changeup. Completely missed. Missed his spot by a mile. Changeups, you know, don't have the, the slider effect. So it's stay, it's always, it's staying inside. It will cut a little, but it's it's going to stay inside. So that was a terrible call that people were going crazy about on Twitter. But pray, praise Kyle Schwarber. Yes, absolutely. Thank God. Almighty Kyle, thank you, Kyle. It's been long time wait coming for something like that to happen, and and he and wasn't so he wasn't even trying to say that it was just like his team. He came out and he was like, "Bro, it's been both sides all fucking night, the whole game, yeah, game, yeah, whole game." Whole I'm surprised game. Girardi didn't get tossed because Girardi's kind of a meathead. Yeah, I'm surprised Joe Girardi didn't get tossed too because he he can. Really get into that. someone's face. Yeah, he about that. So, I don't know. Andrew, did average, you find the uh, number? Well, on average, this dude's eighty-eight percent on calling balls and strikes. Eighty-eight percent accurate. Yeah, but he's ninety. But the league average is ninety-four percent in the game. Four percent accuracy, and he's at eighty-eight on average. Hey, so man. But here's I'm not gonna lie, like, I was not expecting that shit. I was expecting like some low eighties, like high no, seventies type shit. So that so that game that, that game there that the that we just talked about, uh -huh. he was like almost seventy-seven. Wait, they said they said he was seventy-seven percent. Oh, this motherfucker was game. trying to get home, bro. Yeah. This motherfucker so like, was just, it, Hernandez was just trying to get home for dinner. Right. <laughs> 77 called Sorry, go ahead. If you look up Angel Hernandez, um, like, blown calls, dude, they're 
terrible. Yeah. Not right. even close. Right. And that's I'm why sure he sucks. You could, prob <laughs> you could probably Google or YouTube just about any umpire's name and blown calls, and it's probably going to be really bad. So, in those compilations, it's always the same two people. It's either Angel Hernandez or, or Joe West. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's always the same two umpires, dude. That's <laughs> tough. Oh, shit. It's great. Yeah, no, that ref was just trying to get home, bro. What it was the bottom of the ninth, wasn't it? Yeah, he was just he, yeah, he was just trying to get home. Game and the game wasn't even over, but he, he in his mind it was over. <laughs> All right, and on to our final topic here. Yes, sir. We said it earlier. We said it earlier that uh, New York fans have officially surpassed Philadelphia fans. We've said it on Twitter at LegendCast. Um, Miles Straw, beers getting thrown at him after a walk-off win. I don't know if Miles Straw was talking the talk. Probably. I know he was after the game because there was videos that were surfacing. I know after the game he was like, "Hit me, bitch!" You know. I was gonna say we're talking about the like guy that, that jumped up into the crowd and said, "Hit me, bitch!" Right? Okay. Yeah. Just making sure I didn't know that was his name, so I apologize. But okay, just making sure. I I I, I saw the video. Um, yeah. Um, so this, this New York fans. This is Pistons, Malice and Palace all over again. It's dangerous. This this was so dangerous. Extremely dangerous. Yankee fans are trash. We've known this for years. This is why the Yankees are the Yankees, and everyone who hates the Yankees hate them for a reason. And all these fans are Yankee fans. Yankee fans for life. Yeah, you y'all y'all like that? Like that's most why your fans are always like that kind of stuff. Like y'all obnoxious. Like to New York fans, no one wants to play in New York. This is why most of the time just horrible fan base. Horrible. Um disrespect to baseball. Mm -hmm. Disrespect to the player. Breach. It is just pathetic. One of the this embarrassing moment absolutely every person in those fans in this section they're going to videotape all of you and they're going to find you and you're never going to be able to and they're the baseball park and mlb mlb should ban them not even oh yeah they're done not even Toast. yeah they, they they won't ever every, go to a professional baseball every, game again every name every ticket is going to have them their name blocked out they came and get in there yeah they're done. every financial they're done absolutely done good for mlb it's, though it, no sporting event. It, it sucks that it has to come to that. You know, at the end of the day, those guys, you know, like players, fans, all human, man. The, these guys, just because they're on a baseball field and they make all this money, doesn't mean that they're just some fucking cyborg robot type thing. He's going to throw stuff at him. Yeah, like, what, who are you just because you're up in the stands paying to see that person that, you know, as as as, as entertainment – who are you to say that you could throw something at someone and throw drinks, throw food? Oh my God, it's so degrading. And it just, if that doesn't say something about your character specifically, if you're participating in that, if you can't see that, if you can't see the issue with that, then pff, I don't want to be around you. Yeah, the Yankees, the Yankees organization will be investigating that heavily because it was <laughs> it was a lot of people throwing shit out there. It wasn't just one guy; it was probably ten to twenty people. Out there. 
Oh fan, yeah. That fan's lucky he didn't get robbed. And it wasn't just cups. I saw a video of a full ass beer getting thrown out there. First and of it's all, sad. Like and it's even more like sad because Yankees. And it's even more sad because Yankees are celebrating a walk-off win, and they got to run out to center field and tell the fans to stop doing that. Good for them. After celebrating a walk-off. Good for the Yankee players. Yeah, good for them though. Like when I stepped in, because no one else, security wasn't obviously doing anything. Security is nowhere to be found, really. Bro, there could. Bro, Straw could have beat that man's ass and gotten back to the dugout before security got there. Dude, there should have been security on that deck just watching people yeah. throw stuff and how, after him. How are there not security people standing right at the fence? Right. How? Getting all those people. They should have they could have gotten every all ballpark. You you see in the NBA, bro, there's security I mean, especially, you know, we've seen the video now of the of the security guard lady. You saw you've seen that extended clip, right? Of the security guard lady of just this recent um you know, attempt that lady attempting to go on out on the court. That security guard lady is eyeballing her for like five minutes, just watching her because she knows she's going to do something, right? And every time that I go to a Pacers game, bro, just surrounding the court with security guards, just watching crowds. And how is there not something like that at the Yankee Stadium? Beats me. Why why do you think it's so easy to run on? Why do you think it's so easy to run on the baseball field and Get out. You saw, we've seen Buchanan do it. Mm-hmm. He ran on the field, hopped center field wall, and escaped. Mm-hmm. There's never been security at a baseball game. When you see some drunken idiot running on the field, it takes him three minutes to catch his ass. He's just juking out the security, security guards. The security guards getting them ankles crossed. <laughs> Remember, that's why yeah. they had this lockout. Remember why they said this lockout? What'd they say? And that's why they didn't have enough enough money. These owners didn't have enough money for like security and all these people to like get, pay them all enough money. It's like I, I I believe that didn't have enough money. Yeah, <laughs> those that's owners are billionaires on billionaires, bro. They got enough money. Yeah, it's it's a messed up market in MLB. Yeah, like Dodgers can always do whatever they I want. I say Yankees do whatever they want. I will say Minnesota got a double on security next time they play home. I don't know if they play at home again, but if they do go back to Minnesota during the series, they got a double down on the floor, bro. Yeah. It's literally been three games and three instances happened. Well, uh, okay, so this, I have read that the reason it's happening is because some politic shit that's happening in Minnesota right now. Like some people are like boycotting or you know like protesting the the governor, whatever of of Minnesota. Um, it's it's politically motivated. These the three. I know it's all a bunch of Karens. Right, it, it's it's Karens trying to make the pol- political statement, and instead they're getting thrown in a jail cell. So. Okay. Well, Anybody? 2K time? Got final thoughts? Mm. <laughs> or final thought, 2K? Uh, 2K! Splash! <laughs> uh, no, no gentlemen, no it's... Obviously, you guys can see that the room is um, underdeveloped. Yeah. 
looking set, naked the setup, over there. The setup's different, but I like it. I, I like the. <laughs> I like the look of it so far. Obviously, this I literally, I literally just plug the camera in and I'm putting it on one of my monitors. That's probably not how it's going to be, but, you know, can't complain. It's looking, okay. looking fresh over there. Got my Coors shirt on. Coors Rodeo. Yeah. I <laughs> make a... Well... That will wrap up this week's episode of the Legend Cast. Peace out, Pop Pot. I'm Austin Zolson alongside Andrew Allen, Jack Scott, and Zoe. The dog Zoe. Zoe's going to shout us out here. Yep, thank you for tuning in as always. Follow us on Twitter at LegendCast and LegendXGaming and on Instagram at LegendCast and LegendXContent. Or Legend Content, sorry. And we'll see you next week on the pod. Gang.